This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I want to tell you that our government is not hiding. We are going to assume our responsibilities, and the industry must assume theirs. That is uh, Transport Minister Omar Al-Gabra. A lot of finger-pointing going on. Finger-pointing at the airline industry, certainly over the travel chaos we saw in the holidays. And yet, while Al-Gabra says you know, he was on the situation the whole day, every day, we learned that uh, he didn't actually pick up the phone to call any of these airline CEOs until January 5th. That is well after the crisis. You know, you, you demand action when it's happening, when you're seeing it on the news every single night, not, not a week after. But certainly his testimony, part of a committee hearing uh, that looked into this hell for thousands of people who either got stranded in other countries, maybe they got stuck on a tarmac or their trip canceled or lost their baggage. And the execs all from WestJet, Air Canada, Sunwing, they tried to explain the myriad of failures, weather, of course, a big factor. But they also cited things like broken baggage carriers and equipment, uh, staffing shortages. You know, Sunwing knew that it had a pilot shortage. They were short 67 or a number of uh, pilots, yet they booked flights for the holidays and basically kind of rolled the dice. So, you know, there were lots of apologies and finger pointing. The question I think a lot of people want to know is what actual change to regulation will start to protect the consumer instead of just having a passenger rights bill in that allows the airlines to jump through all the loopholes? What are they going to do to make sure this doesn't happen? Let us bring Jeff Morrison to this conversation, president of the National Airline Council of Canada. Jeff, great to have you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I assume you were watching, um, you know, what we heard yesterday and everyone had a reason and an excuse as to why something went wrong. But, you know, after the summer, which, you know, we saw chaos because of the pandemic return, maybe people were willing to cut slack then. But this is Christmas. A lot of people you know, save a long time to get their their money to go on a trip. I, I think patience is wearing thin on this front, but they all pointed fingers at everybody else but themselves. Yeah, and I think what you saw yesterday were the airlines and the airports, you know, trying to give some of the operational details as to what happened over the holidays. And as you pointed out, um, you know, this was uh, a a very unique, a very once in a generation, as the media called it, uh, weather system that impacted all of North America, everywhere in Canada, the States on the busiest travel days of the season. So it was, as, as one of the WestJet uh, officials stated, in his 22 years, he had never seen anything like that. So it was a very unique weather experience. And I should add, much, much different than from what happened in the summer, which was a whole other set of circumstances. So you're right in saying that we've had two very uh, disruptive uh, situations in 2022. And I know that there's been lessons learned, especially from the summer, and some some changes have been occurring. Um, I think with this severe weather, there's no question that there needs to be lessons learned and solutions talked about moving forward. And, and you know, I, I think actually that was something that I personally was a bit disappointed that the committee really didn't delve more into solutions and how mm-hmm. we move forward to ensure passenger disruption is minimized. 
Yeah, and and that's what these committees are supposed to do. It's like I don't care about your committee. We don't need the sound bites. What we need are actual measures in place so that when you're a consumer and you've spent, you know, a couple of thousand bucks on a trip, that if something goes wrong and you end up sitting on the tarmac for 18 hours, then you've got an ability, you know, to reclaim costs and at least keep the the airlines, um, you know, accountable. Uh, one of the many things I heard yesterday is that there's, you know, the GTAA is pointing the fingers at the airlines. The airlines are pointing the fingers at the feds because they couldn't hire enough people. And everyone's there's a whole bunch of redundancies, and I don't know if they can be streamlined. But at the end of the day, Jeff, if something goes wrong, passengers need to be able to file a complaint. And what we have in place now with the passenger, um, you know, rights bill that was put through by this government, there are so many loopholes. It can take up to two years to get any help. And that's assuming you can get it because there are so many provisions in there that protect the airline. So, so I would say two points. Um, first of all, the best way to protect passengers and make sure that that their interests are respected is to have an overall system in which disruptions are minimized. So in other words, you know, I mean, anyone who buys an airline ticket, what they want is to get from point A to point B safely with as minimal disruption as possible. And, you know, that's where we've been really trying to focus is is to to try and create a system or strengthen a system so that those disruptions can be minimized. The thing that the, the what you're referring to, which is uh, a regime called the Air Passenger Protection Regulations or, or APPR, um, there it was just introduced in 2019, immediately before the pandemic. It was just revised only four months ago. Uh, frankly, the ink is still is still dry, is, is still wet on on those new regulations, which have actually put more onus, more responsibility on only the airlines. There's no accountability within those regulations for any other entity, any other uh, agency involved in aviation. And of course, there are several which all contribute to disruptions. So, you know, I, I think that, that uh, those regulations uh, with, the, with the very new amendments that were uh, introduced just four months ago, uh, we need to give those time uh, to, to, to determine how effective they are. Um, but I think there's no question that if we can look at ways of streamlining that overall process for if a disruption does occur, I think that would be helpful in, in addressing some of these uh, these backlogs. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, Al Gabra can say it's not his fault, uh, but he is the guy who can make the changes. And so based on what we have seen, they should be going through all of this with a fine-tuned comb, given what we've heard yesterday. I mean, if you're an airline, if you're like Sunwing and you, you're short 63 pilots, you shouldn't be able to book those trips. You shouldn't be able to take money from consumers fully knowing you don't have the pilots to fly and you're going on a wing and a prayer. You know, and to your point, uh, you heard yesterday uh, a number of references to a summit that the yeah. minister had organized uh, back in November, which which I attended, yeah. along with a number of people. And the purpose of that summit was to sort of have a good conversation about, okay, what have we learned from the disruptions predominantly in the summer and what changes can we make moving forward so that disruptions can be minimized? And you're right. There's a number of, of solutions <clears throat> excuse me, that fall to the federal government and that we're looking for, for, for action there. And, you know, a couple quick examples. Um, it was referenced yesterday by the president of, G- of Pearson Airport that we need, absolutely need, uh, reinvestment of rent into airport infrastructure. Uh, airport mm-hmm. infrastructure in many cases is, 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 is dated. Uh, it needs to be modernized. We could introduce things like biometrics and digital processing tools so that the passenger experience can be expedited. We don't have as many delays as, as we saw in the summer. And the last one, uh, something the airlines talked about, 
was the need for shared accountability, um, whereby every agency, every entity in that very complex air travel system is subject to standards, publicly reportable, that would require remediation if standards weren't met. So, you know, there's a long list of, of, of issues that we need to address, including, and you mentioned labor, there's a whole long list of regulations uh, regarding labor supply that could also be addressed that was referenced as well by the president of Pearson. So th- mm. you're right, there absolutely is a modernization exercise that needs to happen. Yeah, by March. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's, that's the next big test. There, there are certainly some things that can be done in the short term. Um, there yeah. are things such as, you know, infrastructure, uh, infrastructure improvements that will take longer. And, you know, of course, we're looking, you're right, to, to the next uh, peak period, which will be March break. Uh, and I can tell you right now, airlines, uh, from their perspective, are busy planning as we speak. Of course, there are always um, what I call X factors, things you just can't anticipate. We saw that two days ago, for example, when, you know, a foreign government, uh, uh, the yeah. FAA, had an outage. And of course, you know, there's no way of predicting things like that. So of course you have to have uh, contingency planning and redundancy in the system. Uh, and, and they do that. Uh, but sometimes, you know, the severity of those things is, is unexpected. Boy, oh boy. So we'll look ahead to March and see if they can get that one right. Cause third time will not be a charm. Uh, Jeff, appreciate it. We'll chat again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's Jeff Morrison, who is with the National Airlines Council of Canada.